In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Tokenet Radio, Toki Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. And happy Monday. Welcome to the Million Dollar Mindset. And this is a wonderful Monday indeed. I just returned from a fantastic journey with my family to celebrate our mother's 90th birthday. Healthy, happy, and just fabulous and thriving my mom is. So we just had a blast. And you know, it just makes you think about the simple things in life for which you're truly, truly grateful. And our guest today has a lot to be grateful for, including her own instinct and intuition. Today, we're going to take a look at how we can tap in into and trust our intuition to thrive during these challenging times. I don't think there's anybody in this country who isn't experiencing some uh, change that is challenging them or really and truly challenging, challenging times. Tapping into our intuition today to change, to heal, to empower ourselves, regardless of these seemingly insurmountable obstacles. Our guest is certainly an expert on these topics. When she followed her intuition on March 1st in 1978, it actually saved her from the inferno that was once a DC-10 aircraft. She then survived cancer and heart surgery. She's overcome financial disaster and moved on to fame in her field of motivational speaking. Donna Hartley has presented to audiences internationally, and she's been featured on PBS, NBC, ABC, and in the New York Times. Two of her stories have been featured in the Chicken Soup for the Soul series, and six of them included in chocolate for women's soul series donna donna is the author of fire up your life and her latest release which we're going to talk about today is fire up your intuition and i can't wait to hear more welcome to the million dollar mindset donna hartley Thank you. It's an honor to be here. I, I, I heard all those things you said about me, and I'm sitting here thinking, who is that person? <laughs> I know. Doesn't that feel wonderful? Well, I'll tell you what, girl, you deserve every bit of it because you are just an amazing human being. And I remember so well, we had you here on the show back on October 18, 2010, and you told your story of that DC-10 aircraft, which was just amazing. So I just want to tell our audience that you can go back to 
that podcast as well if you want to hear more about Donna's survival of this this crazy thing. But Donna, let's let's recap it a little bit. First of all, how have you been since then? Well, I've been wonderful and I've been busy and I re-released Fire Up Your Life. We, we updated oh. it and Fire Up Your Intuition. And of course, I have a teenager and I'm a single mom, so that's a full-time job right there. <laughs> it certainly is. My goodness. You've got so much going on in your life, girl. Wow. That's fabulous. Oh, So tell us, Donna, just for the audience, for the people in the audience who didn't get to listen to that podcast, um, let's just touch on that original story because it is so fascinating. And then I want to catch up with everything that's happened since. The original story is Fire Up Your Life, and that is also the book, and I'm also a speaker, and that's what I focus on. I start by, I'm right in the plane crash. I'm right in what happens on March 1st, 1978. I'm a struggling actress in Hollywood, heavy on the struggling, not very successful at all. I am boarding a DC-10 at Los Angeles International Airport. I am flying back to Hawaii. I am a former Miss Hawaii, and I'm going back to MC the pageant. And this is what I said, let my life change. Let it never be the same, or let me die. Oh my, oh my goodness, I don't remember that part. Whoa. Well, that's, I was very glad I put that, you know, let my life change, let it never be the same, you know, which it happened to be, or let me die. So I had a near-death white light experience at 167 miles per hour when we exploded on takeoff. The DC-10, the entire aircraft burst into flames, the entire aircraft burned. I was the very last person to exit from the rear of the aircraft, the last one to make it down the evacuation slide before it burned. And the four questions that I heard through my mind, it's like a thought process that goes through. It's not judgmental. Uh, the questions were, do you love yourself? Do you love your family and friends and tell them and show them? Are you living your goals and dreams? And if you die today, have you left this planet a better place for being here? And at the time, I answered no to every one of those questions. Oh, my. So that had to feel a bit frightening because you thought that this might be your last moment of life. That's right. And that's when I said, let me live. Let me make a difference. And then, because I said that, the next thoughts that went through my mind were, you know, are you spending most of your time complaining or most of your time creating, which I had spent most of the time complaining up till then. So I had to start creating, and then I got the assignment that I would speak, that I would write, and that I would have a daughter late in life that would be a leader. That was my assignment if I chose to live, and I chose to live. So you received all of this while fighting for your life, trying to get off of this, what was an aircraft, and you received all of these messages. Well, you know, when there's no more time left for excuses, things come pretty fast and pretty clear. And yeah. it's amazing what you can crunch in, you know, what we consider time to come through with those thoughts. And you make instant decisions with your life. So, yes, it was amazing. It altered my entire life from then on. Oh. Now, Donna, I remember that something happened when you boarded the aircraft where you had an intuitive hunch, and you decided to really follow that intuitive hunch. Tell us about that. Well, you are so right on because I did change my flight originally four times to go back to Hawaii, and then I went back to the original flight I had booked 
See, there was a part of destiny that I had to be on that flight. Then when I got to the counter to check in that day, I looked at the guy behind the counter and I almost shouted at him, not quite, but I demanded my seat be changed. And I moved to an aisle seat and I moved to the back part of the plane. All those things kept me alive and being in an aisle seat. I also was the very last person aboard. I couldn't get on the plane. I got halfway down the little tunnel that you go to the plane and uh-huh. I just stopped. There was a part of me telling me that something was changing, but you know what? I wasn't paying full attention. Luckily, I changed my seat, but I guess I had to go through the experience to encounter everything. Right, and it's so wonderful that you can you can look at it in that way instead of being felt, filled with uh, regret and, and anger with yourself for, for not following your intuition 100%, but you knew you had to have this experience in order to be the person you are today, and you help an amazing number of people, which is fulfilling your purpose. Well, I believe people have choices, and if I would have been more focused before that, if I would have made choices, then I didn't have to go through the experience. So what I look at today is when things are not working out, I say, do I need to change? Do I need to alter my path? Do I need to look at this? I don't need to crash anymore. <laughs> I understand we have choices. Again, some people don't have to crash because they can figure it out before they hit rock bottom. And some people need to hit rock bottom before they change. Right. And yet, Donna, after that tragedy, um, you still went on to suffer some some very difficult from some very difficult experiences in your life. Tell us about those. Well, I was very fortunate in one aspect. I had a wonderful mentor named George. He was from Oklahoma, smoked a pipe, heavy set, down to earth. He was a man of wisdom. And he was so patient teaching me the wisdom that I had to learn. Mm. So that's what helped me through a lot of the lessons that were yet to come. And he told me that I had three life lessons in this life. Now, he did not tell me life threatening. <laughs> he just said life <laughs> lessons, okay? Uh-oh. And a part of my learning lesson on my path was I fully did not accept myself and love myself for myself. I, I judged myself very hard. So on March 1st, 1978, I went to the plane crash. Okay, then I changed the path of my life and my career to help people. But on March 1st, 2002, I had stage three melanoma. Now, I was going through a very tough period that I had 11 deaths in the family, and I was in a trial with a third stepmother. So that negativity got to me. Instead of me blocking out that negativity and staying on my path, I let that negativity really enter my life. And that was the next lesson, because the melanoma almost caused me to die. But I survived the surgery, and I survived the melanoma. The third lesson came again on a March 1st. Now we move up to 2006. I had had, um, at 16, they diagnosed that my heart valve was not perfect, but I was fine. But it took up till my 50s for it to totally collapse. And again, it was my intuition that sent me to the doctors. And that was the last one. When my heart was, they replaced the aortic valve, 
then I finally came to terms with self-acceptance and self-love. So I'm wow. done with the lesson. Wow. <laughs> well, we are going to go into break in just a few minutes, but I have to say the universe certainly hit you over the head with a bat, girl. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Sometimes we need to be hit. I was, yes. <laughs> that is just amazing. Stay with us during this break when we're going to come back and hear more from our guest today, Donna Hartley, and how she has experienced these life lessons and really turned tragedy into wonder. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world, and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, trishagoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R.com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Renowned and gifted psychic medium, Sylvia Rossi, explores the mysteries of this life, the afterlife, and the unseen world that surrounds us all in the show called Make Contact with Sylvia Rossi, Wednesdays at 2, 1 p.m. Central here on Toginet. Sylvia Rossi with her special guests and other fellow psychics invite you to call in and make contact with the world beyond and get answers to your questions. Psychic medium Sylvia Rossi has been sharing her gift professionally for the last 17 years. Sylvia has made it her mission to help individuals and families understand their eternal connection to loved ones that have passed on, bringing relief and comfort to countless souls who have been touched by her gift. She's had the privilege of meeting and working with many psychologists who continue to recommend their clients to her when conventional methods have failed. Now it's your turn to make contact with host and psychic medium Sylvia Rossi. Wednesdays at 2, 1 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And thank you to all of you for being here today. I truly do appreciate you. And I want to remind you to tune in next week for another really fascinating show. We're going to be chatting with Roseanne Scripp about your internal energy and how it influences and affects your life. So it's really a wonderful play off of today's show talking about intuition. And uh, make sure you're here as we 
discuss energy and Reiki and all, all different forms of wonderful energy with Roseanne next week. But today we're here with Donna Hartley hearing about her amazing survival in three accounts and how she followed her intuitive instincts and it actually saved her life. And now she's here serving her passion and her purpose, helping others. Donna, you know, it really strikes me, as I said, going into our break, that you were really hit over the head by a baseball bat. But it seems like, you know, I mean, I, I, I believe in past lives and, and I really do believe that we're here to serve a purpose. And it seems like you were really, really, really being pushed harder than many other people. Why do you think that is? I really think I chose to accomplish a lot in this lifetime. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I was younger, I said, get out of my way and let me do it. So when you say that to yourself, you're going to hit a few walls because you're breaking down barriers and limited belief systems that you had before. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to take a spiritual path. I wanted to understand all levels of consciousness. I wanted to change my attitude. I wanted to be financially responsible. And that came with that, you know, that mission came with going through some unbelievable life changing experiences, I think, to accelerate my growth. Wow, amazing. And and you you talk about it like you're deciding which outfit to put on today. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it took me a long time to get to that point, to look at it with that much wisdom and understanding. But I really do believe right now the what the earth and what our government and what we're going through today, people have to choose. They have to choose, each individual, to be more responsible for their own lives, for their own actions, and for their own thoughts. So let's talk about that. What kind of choices do you see people have when they've been unemployed for, you know, for a year or illness strikes the family or some other significant event has really affected their lives? Well, I've had all of that. You know, I was out of work for years after, of course, all my surgeries. I'm a single mom. I could either be mad at what life gave me or I could start to come up with new ideas to create money, to be more productive. And that's what I think people have to do today. They've been on a path and now they're out of work. And there are a lot of people. And I am not making that a small thing in their life. That is a major changing point in their life. But they have to say, no, wait, I have been complaining about that job maybe for two years. So it's not comfortable now not having the money or a job, but I have an opportunity to look at maybe getting a different education, cutting back my lifestyle for a while here, and maybe spending more time with my family, and then creating a passion or a career that I want. Again, I'm not saying it's easy, but I'm saying doors close so other opportunities open. Yeah, they certainly do. And, and Donna, how, when a person is experiencing a lot of stress, especially financial stress, um, the mind, you know, it doesn't really go into that creative mode, that receiving receptive mode. It is in that state of resistance, that pushing back, that struggle state. What are some suggestions you might have for people to move from that resistance to an allowing state where these ideas can be formulated and embraced and have the energy to pursue them? Well, there's two simple steps I would do. One, every single night they go to bed, ask an empowering question. 
Now, by empowering question, I mean, who should I meet that could open up opportunities for my career? That might be one, because, you know, sometimes it's through people that you meet. What steps should I do to find out where I should work in what field? Now, I'm not saying they're going to get the answer maybe that night or the next day, but if they keep on asking those questions, then they'll read a book. They'll hear something on TV. Somebody will say something. The opportunity will arise. Now, the question is, will they let that opportunity arise and then just bypass it, or will they hear what's really being said to them and act upon it? So they have to ask the question, be open to an answer, and then they have to act upon it. So that's the first step to do. The second one is meditate, because we keep asking questions and asking questions, but we don't shut up long enough to let the answer come in, and that's what meditation is. It calms down our brain. It calms down our frustration. It calms down our anger or our uncertainty. Now, when you're out of a job, it's hard sometimes to sit for 10 or 15 minutes and just play some music, and meditate. So then I always say to people, there are tons of meditation tapes out there that talk you through it. They'll talk you through calming yourself or take you to the ocean. In fact, I have some on my website that people can go to because I had to do that. When I was had cancer, I couldn't quiet the brain enough to meditate to start wow. thinking of healing my body, so I created them. You will listen to a statement, then you calm down. By meditation, again, it takes the frustration, the anger out, so you can start to get some clear answers that come up. Wonderful. And Donna, what, what is that website where we can pick up those meditation tapes? Uh, the website is under my name. So if you go to Donna Hartley, that's D-O-N-N-A-H-A-R-T-L-E-Y.com, and go under product, and the meditation tapes and my tape series are there. Beautiful. So that's step one and step two. Ask yourself an empowering question every night before bed. And receive it and act, and act upon it. And meditate, what, daily, Donna? I say daily. Some people don't take the time, but at least if you do it four or five times a week, and I'm not saying a lot of time. It could be 10 minutes to 20 minutes, and then you'll find the best time. Some people do it first thing in the morning. Some people do it after they come home from work because they're frust you know, frustrated or tired, and uh, that's a good time. So you have to find a time that works for you. You might start on the weekend because you might have more time then to grab 10 or 15 minutes. But absolutely, once you get in the pattern of it, you realize how much it helps you in developing your intuition. Because, again, everything is so uncertain in the world today, you have to depend on your own answers. Even if the world is saying something, you have to find the way that works for you. That's why meditation is so powerful. Right. And I think a really great example of that, you said, even if the world is saying one thing, you have to do what's right for you. You know, if you're buying into the whole recession thing and, and you're really buying it, you know, hook, line, and sinker, it is going to affect your life drastically. But, you know, if you don't buy into it and you practice abundance and you practice gratitude and appreciation for everything that you have and everything you've experienced in your life, life can be good. Would you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. And you might have to find different ways. For example, yes. I have my daughter, 16. 
And she said, Mom, I want money to go out, you know, to the girls for on the weekends for a restaurant or whatever. So guess what? One of the restaurants called her because she's a great artist, and they said, we will trade out meals. We need you to do 10 posters for our restaurant. Oh, so there's other ways to do it. It doesn't always have to yes. be the traditional way. See what I'm saying? Yes, absolutely. That's where people have to open up their brain and say, there's other ways. I might trade this out as a volunteer, and then I get this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and meditation helps us be receptive to finding those solutions. Right, and I... Um, I have a cat, okay, she's more like a little princess, she's a white fluffy Himalayan, and she got a skin rash, and I couldn't figure it out, and I went to the vets, and they gave her medicine, she didn't get healed, and they said, go to UC Davis, which has a whole medical center for animals, it would be $2,000 to run all the tests, so every night I ask that empowering question, what is causing this rash, how do I heal it naturally, and about 25 days later, I saw my carpet cleaning truck in town and my little voice said i put a protector on my carpet and my cat's allergic to it and i figured it out just like that they cleaned my carpets and my cat was better in three weeks oh look at that wow so this works on all different levels not only with our career and our finance and our health but it works every way now when i had the melanoma I go to a dermatologist twice a year. I'm a redhead. I'm, you know, light-skinned Irish. But I went early because my little voice through meditation said, go to the appointment early. Go to the appointment early. Check out this little blemish on your leg. Even the doctor said, I don't think it's much, but it was. Mm-hmm. Same thing happened with the heart. I had no symptoms. I was a little tired. That's all. Who isn't tired at times in their life? No other symptoms. And they discovered the heart. My valve was a 0.6. At a 0.5, you have a heart attack. So I think developing your intuition is a skill that everyone has to really look at in their life now, and even starting with children. You know, when they're young, get them to meditate, play some tapes. Uh, In bed every night when you go to bed with uh, your child, Ask them to say five positive things about themselves, you know, like, I'm good at math, I like school, I'm a good friend, and then also to ask that empowering question, what would they like to work on? And that is such a wonderful reminder because every every one of us is born with those innate qualities and gifts, and as our environment influences us, influences us we kind of put those on in the hibernation mode don't we and so to continue to really nourish that intuitive ability in your child is such an important habit we're going to go back into another break in just a little bit and uh, come back here and talk more about this Fabulous, fabulous topic. One of my favorites, developing and following your instincts and your intuition with Donna Hartley. And you can find Donna and her her book, information on her books and her meditation CDs and more at Donna Hartley, H-A-R-T-L-E-Y.com. So make sure to visit her website today.
unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Get ready for the Not-So-Soccer Mom Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on Toginet with Jill Hickey. You name it, from politics to pop culture to Jill's search for the perfect bronzer and chicken salad. The Not-So-Soccer Mom will weigh in on it all. The sentence, I have no opinion about that, is one that Jill has never uttered. In the early 90s, Jill finally decided to put her thoughts, opinions, mom advice, love of pop culture, hummus, and Starbucks, working out, cosmetic shopping, and politics into an actual website and thus NotSoSoccerMom.com was born. Shortly after her fourth child, a boy, Jerome, now she's really got tons of topics to share with you. This is Laugh Out Loud Funny, and we're not kidding. What's a loud Nebraska girl who lived in Little Rock for many years and now is up in the Northeast doing, chronicling her opinions on everything? The wheels aren't off yet, but it's close. It's the Not-So-Soccer Bomb with Jill Hickey. Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on toginet.com. Hey, moms. Juggle your hats with our mom of many hats, Angie Mazzillo. Friday afternoons at 5 Eastern, 4 Central on the Mom to Mom Network. Moms are always juggling their hats. And sometimes it's easy for moms to forget their value when life calls for switching from role to role. But the ability to juggle so many hats is priceless. She is never just a mom. She's a decision maker, coordinator, creative genius, counselor, a friend, an authority, and a leader in her household. On Mom of Many Hats Radio, we'll be talking about the hats that you as a mom juggle. We'll acknowledge your importance and support in helping you and all moms to not just defend your value, but to believe in your value. For more on the show and Angie, check out her website, azmamamanyhats.com. She is a strong woman. She is powerful. She is wonderful. And she is valuable. Mom of Many Hats with Angie Mazzillo. Friday afternoons at 5 Eastern, 4 Central on the Mom to Mom Network. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude. And Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka. And welcome back. We're here today with Donna Hartley, author of Fire Up Your Life and now Fire Up Your Intuition. Donna, going into break, we were talking about the importance of meditation and, and really following your instinct. And I know that meditation is critical to developing intuition and to receiving those, um, those answers that are there for all of us. Do you have any other thoughts on or information on ways that you've been able to further develop your intuition and uh, and know the difference between intuition and conscious thought if you will and what do you mean by conscious thought well in intuition you know comes from the subconscious mind um, and from the universe source whatever you know the the uh, messages come to us from uh, another plane if you will but sometimes we just get ideas in our head that are based out of uh, what we think is logic or sometimes fear or other emotions. And for some, it's really difficult to tell the difference. Is this my intuition or is this my, my brain talking, Andy? Right. Absolutely. We've got the brain. We have the ego, mm-hmm. you know, or attached there, or is it the intuition? The cleaner you get. And by that I mean by trying not to manipulate it, not trying to force it. 
the better your answers are. So that means cleaning up your life on all levels. If you think better thoughts instead of all the negative fear, if you feel abundance and successful, if you visualize it in your life, what you want, if you say it over and over again, then you can do it. So first you have to go in and start working on the areas of your life. Are you not being truthful at work? Are you not being truthful with yourself? Do you have balance in your life? So if you balance your life with attitude, financial, uh, with your health, your education, your social, your career, you start to become more of a whole person. Therefore, when those flashes come through, those gut feelings, those insights, which only last very short time, it could be three seconds and it's gone. I always ask, is that my ego or is that the truth? And if I have a calm feeling, then I will act upon it. And this takes a little bit of practice. And I say to people, when the phone rings, do not look at who's calling, but say to yourself, you know, who's calling? You want to start to develop that intuition. When you get a sensation that you should call someone on the phone or talk to them, follow through on it. So, again, you can start to develop it so you say, this is, you know, this is the truth. This is not my rational mind saying, well, I should take this job because the money's good, but I don't like it. So, again, if you write down and say, I'm getting more balanced in my attitude, I'm exercising more, I have a social career, the better you are, the clearer the answers are. Mm Yeah, I love that distinction. Um, again, it's about following your gut, right? Check in with your emotions. Yeah. So, Donna, you mentioned George. Tell us more about George. Uh, I met George when I was living in Hawaii, and I was Miss Hawaii, and I was crowned Miss Hawaii. Now, you have to understand, I ran for the pageant five times. I lost four times in beauty pageants and won the fifth. And he looked like this kook with this crazy Hawaiian shirt on. He looked like the typical tourist. And he said, you deserve to win. And he was smoking this blooming cherry-flavored pipe tobacco was coming out of his pipe, you know. (laughs) But he predicted some things, and he said that I should meet him the next morning at 10 o'clock for breakfast. And I thought, no way. But... He said my car would be not run, which it didn't. He said a pipe would break in my kitchen, which it did. And the third step in my apartment would creak. It never creaked in its life, but it creaked that morning. So I met with him, and little did I know that he was a mentor in my life, or a wise man, or you could even say an angel. He ended up being an angel in my life and watching over me now. And he just taught me the simple truth. You know, that expect the miracles, you know, and they are going to come. And there are no accidents. Everything happens for a reason. And once you learn what that learning lesson is, then you can personally move to the next level. So when something happens in your life, and if we understand this as a human race, I think life would be a lot easier. It's not good or it's not bad. It is a learning lesson for our growth. So if we stop complaining and yelling and fussing and moaning, but just say, okay, it has happened. I don't have to like it, but I have to learn from it. So what is the wisdom or what must I do to survive this situation so I can grow from it and not repeat this lesson again? And that's the wisdom he passed on to me. 
Mm, he sounds like a brilliant man, but also like he had some very strong psychic abilities. He had some very strong psychic abilities, and he was just so down to earth. And I think he really followed his inner truth. That was the best for him. Mm. He really lived by what he believed, by his own intuition, by his own gut. And if you do that, your own uh, clairvoyance develops, your own intuitiveness, because you are guided by the truth instead of what other people are saying. So he definitely, definitely had that ability. And um, he predicted that I would have a daughter and that... I didn't get married. All the relationships didn't work out for me at the time for whatever reason, so I put in for adoption, and um, I adopted my daughter, and that's what he said I would do, and I would get a pistol and get my hands full, and I, that's the kind of daughter I got that was incredible with her own gift of intuition. Oh, and how old was your daughter when you adopted her? She, I was there within 24 hours. Oh, my goodness. So, so she's she a new, was definitely... A new one. Yeah, definitely young, and uh, and I talk about that. And the birth mother, I was in Las Vegas, did smell the cherry pipe tobacco <gasps> of George when we were at the final stages of adopting my daughter. So I knew it was the right daughter because he had passed on suddenly before that, and he promised he would always, always be there when my daughter came into my life, and he held his word. He honored it, and she smelt it, and I smelt the pipe tobacco. Oh, how amazing. Do you, think, do you feel that George has visited you since then? Oh, my gosh. I sit in the <laughs> living room, and I scream, and I yell at him, and when I need help, and I say, you get down here and help me. So, absolutely. I think <laughs> that we are guided if we are open to the possibility that someone can help us or guide us. And that's yeah. part of that intuition, that information coming from the other side. It's like when you watch a movie, you can kind of see the big picture. And you're saying, why doesn't that person see that if they just go left here, mm -hmm. that they'll get the answer? Well, I think that's what they can guide us from the other side. They're seeing the bigger picture when sometimes we're in the forest and we can't see anything except just, you know, four feet in front of us. So yeah. I ask for help all the time from yeah. George, so I absolutely know that he has shown up a few times to really guide me. Mm. What does it describe to us the physical sensation that you might get when you know that you're being guided like that? I think I get a quick gut feeling, like a quick sensation, not a bad sensation in my stomach, not a queasy, but I get like a little, like, ooh, yes, in my stomach. Uh-huh. And... Um, the difference is I act upon it immediately because if I don't act, and I think this is true for people that are listening, that they rationalize that they should not do this. And they talk themselves out of it. So I have learned not to question too much but to act upon it. Now, I'm not saying I didn't make some mistakes in my life. Of course, I'm human. But I would rather act upon a gut feeling or an intuitive flash than not act upon it. So well, I always you, now follow through. 
Yeah, and it, and it's so funny you 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 talk about that right now because last night I was out with a friend, and uh, I've been trying to come up with with my next idea for a product for for the businesses that I coach, you know, business owners, and I've been really struggling with what is the right thing to do with it, and, and so we're talking about that, and an idea came to my mind, and last night at dinner it sounded like a fabulous idea, but of course you know by the time I got home it was ten o'clock at night. I, <laughs> I wasn't going to act on it then. And now today I'm thinking, ah, that's not such a great idea. <laughs> they stop that and act upon it. Put feelers out there. Go for it. But I think if we rationalize so much, we won't do it. Right. I mean, I was guided to be a speaker because I ended up at the National Transportation Board of Inquiry and fought for safety regulations on every aircraft, and I waived, waived my right to sue the airlines. And out of that, I became a speaker. It wasn't something I thought about, did a business plan for. I mean, maybe if I'd studied it, I thought, this is too difficult. This is too hard. I can't do this. But I didn't know enough information to get turned off, so I just said, this is what I'm going to do. Wow. And you... I think, like a child, believing they will get the outcome they will, they don't always, but it's better to be that and to move forward. Now, yes, you have to look at some of the finances and some of the commitment and some of the time commitment, but if it is your passion and you have the feeling to move forward, it is better to have done it and failed than never had tried at all because three times I have almost died. And I have made mistakes, but I look back and say, at least I went for it every time I wanted to do something. Mm -hmm. What courage that took. Oh, my goodness. You know, I don't think it's courage. I think it's survival. If we are going to survive, if we are going to thrive, we have got to go for it. So I don't even think that I looked and said, am I courageous enough to do this? This is something I could do. I just said, if I'm going to survive financially, I have to come up with a new idea. If I'm going to raise a family, my daughter, I have to survive. I have to create it. If I'm unhealthy and thought I was going to die, I have to have a way, a team of doctors, but a mental mindset, and what do I do holistically to keep myself alive? So I look at it as my survival path. Wow. So you mention in your book that attitude is 87% of your success. George apparently tells you this. Um, and where do you get that number from? 87%. 87%. And this has done, George did give it to me, but it's been done by research now. When they, you are hired for a new job, 13% they want you to know your skill, but 87% is attitude. Uh -huh. Because no matter what your career is from technology to doctors to medical to law, it is changing so rapidly that you have to have an attitude that adjusts to change and to learn new information. Ah, so it was a survey. We're going into our next and final break, and we'll be back with Donna Hartley in just a minute. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. In the healthcare industry today, most of us are left in the dark when our doctors talk to us about our health and wellness. 
It seems that they don't have enough time to be informative and give us the options we deserve. Are you frustrated with today's medical advice as I am? Join the Medical Insider with Danny Walker and Dr. Richard Powell as they discuss the insider look at various therapies, medications, supplements, and much, much more. We will bring you the cutting-edge information regarding your health care and how you can take control of your health care decisions by not being fooled but being informed. Danny Walker and Dr. Richard Powell will be joined by experts in various fields throughout the healthcare industry, and they'll uncover the information that you should know about when it comes time to making those crucial decisions. Don't be fooled. Be informed with the Medical Insider every Wednesday at 1 o'clock Eastern, 12 Central. Attention parents and teachers. Here is a series of alarming yet true facts about the current state of teaching reading in the United States. The federal government has spent close to half a trillion dollars to improve reading ability, and yet we still have over 8 million students who cannot read on grade level. 440,000 students who have a total reading vocabulary of 50 words or less, and a national dropout rate of one new student every 26 seconds. Sadly, one of these could be yours. Fortunately, it's not too late to help. Introducing The Reading Show with Dr. Joe. A fast-paced, highly informative, easy-to-listen-to show led by nationally recognized reading authority, Dr. Joe Lakovich. For more on Joe on the show, check out his website, failurefreeonline.com. Listen in this week to learn amazingly simple ways to turn this problem around. The Reading Show with Dr. Joe. With your host, Dr. Joe Lakovich. Fridays at 10 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to The Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's The Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. Hey, a reminder to everyone, did you check out last week's podcast where I interviewed Eric Yabrabam, and he, he is launching a series of social media magazines. Excuse me. If you're in business and you want to stay there, you need to be involved in social media. So listen to Eric's advice and uh, check out socialmediamags.com for more on these upcoming magazines. It's a very, very exciting occurrence. And today we're here having fun, too. It's Donna Hartley. Donna, welcome back here. We are just pleased as punch to have you here. And I'd like to uh, let the audience know where they can find your latest release. Well, they can also go to Amazon or to Kindle on Amazon because both Fire Up Your Life and Fire Up Your Intuition, it's the June 2011 release, is out in paperback. And they can just hit Amazon. They can get it on Kindle. I think Kindle's only eight ninety nine, and I think the paperbacks are fourteen ninety nine. Or they can go to my website under Donna Hartley, and um, they can get the books there. Fantastic, a must read because there's just so much good information in there about accessing that intuition and and knowing what to do with it when it when it comes, acting upon it. And you are such a good model for that. Um, Donna, tell us what the backwards formula is. Isn't that funny? I just wrote that as my notes right here to say, discuss the backwards formula. Oh, intuition. Yeah, intuition, you got it. It was one of the skills my mentor taught me, and I really did not know it, although we have it if we want to use it. When we go towards a goal or something we want, 
we start out and we take step one and step two and step three, and then we get discouraged on step four and step five, and we never accomplish what we want. What my mentor, George, said is go to the end result. Always see yourself in that end result. Feel that end result. Now, I'll tell you who's a pro at this is any of the athletes that win in the Olympics. They see themselves over and over and over at that end result, winning the gold or the bronze or the silver. We have the same ability, and it doesn't cost us any money. But you must focus on the outcome you want. So if you want a job that's more creative, that has financially more money, and you interact with people, then that's what you have to start seeing. You have to create it. You have to feel it. Put it on the vision board. See it. Put it on the dashboard of your car. Say it. See it. Feel it. Because when you go forward to get that goal in your life, you are going to run into obstacles. You are going to get turned down. You are going to get rejected. That comes with life. So either you're going to be turned down and stop right there as you're moving forward, or you keep go to that end result. So I go to the end result, I see it, I kind of go backwards from there. I always see that end result. When I finally did that as Miss Hawaii, I became Miss Hawaii after the fifth year. When I saw the house that I live in now, because I bought it under a lease option years ago, I saw myself living in the house, decorating it, couldn't afford the house, didn't even have enough money to make the payments, but I didn't worry about that. I just went to the end result. So that's the formula, but you have to focus on the outcome first, then do the steps. Absolutely. That is that visioning process is so very important. Donna, as a coach, I often get clients who don't yet know what the desired end result is. They don't know what they want to do uh, with their lives or, or as a next business or um, you know, they just don't know what the vision is, what the dream is. What advice would you give to people who don't know? They haven't tapped into it yet. Well, every day I'd say to people, just write down crazy ideas. Write down crazy ideas. Would you like to bake cupcakes in a bakery, you know? Would you uh -huh. like to travel to Ireland? And, and these don't have to even make sense, but anything that kind of comes in their mind. So do it for a week, and then at the end of the week, eliminate some of those and pick the top two. and Put those on your, like, permanent list of things you might want to look at. Do that again the next week. Again, they can be travel ideas, they could be write a book, they could be, uh, you know, a, a new kind of job, or health, they want something in health. Again, write those down, they could ask an empowering question at night, they could sit in the office and do this, just crazy ideas, it doesn't need to make, make sense. Again, eliminate the ones you think are too far out, pick the two that you like. So finally, after a month or two, you have a list of some things that came to your mind. Now, again, eliminate a few of those. But this is the question you must ask yourself. If you want this goal, if you want this dream, if you want this new business or this travel, are you willing to put the time and the energy and the sacrifice into it? Yeah, a very important point. Right, and, so then they uh, can start to see, okay, I really like writing. Maybe I could write resumes for um, students graduating from college, and they have a college in their town. See, they might not have thought of that. That could bring them extra money. Yeah. 
But again, by writing this, is I really like to see people on the career path, and I like to write resumes so that they could find an outlet right there. Yeah, so they're looking for that, that thread that's going to run amongst all of those insights. Right, or they like artwork, or they like sewing. Find a passion that you like, and then you will have to figure out how to make money at it. But there are all different ways. So, um, yeah, so that's what I just say. Be totally crazy, creative, and write down ideas to start to, and let your intuition guide you. Again, every night, ask, say, what opportunities would I be good at that I would enjoy life, that I could make money at, and that I could feel fulfilled. They also might do some volunteer work in different fields that they never thought. And they go, you know what, I really like this. This has always kind of interested me as a youngster. And then I put it out of the way because I thought I couldn't make money at it. Yeah, I like that. And and it's so true. I, I always tell my clients, just get that energy moving, whether it's through volunteer work or or writing about it, uh, visualizing it, talking about it. Just get the energy moving. And that kind of puts us on that path, right? It absolutely puts you on the path. But you've got to get the energy. If you've been doing the same old thing and coming home and turning on TV, you know, stop the TV. Get walking after work. Walking is another way while you're walking to let creative ideas come up. You're getting exercise, plus you're quieting your mind, you're getting the stress out of your body, and you're exercising, you're making room for a new idea to come in, and the energy's moving. Yeah, earlier in the show when you were talking about asking the empowering question, I was kind of going through the ways that I do that in my life. And really my favorite is taking walks in the woods. And I always, as I'm entering onto that footpath, I always ask those empowering questions. And I'll tell you what, uh, later that day, sometimes while I'm in the wood, but, but certainly later that day, those answers do come. It's pretty amazing stuff. It is amazing. You just have to be open for those opportunities. I believe they're there for every single person. Yeah, I'm with you on that. And you've proven that time and time again in your lifetime, Donna. So these books are absolutely a must read. You've got a couple more books coming out in 2012, right? Yes. By March 1st, which is, of course, my famous date of surviving everything, Uh I have uh, Fire Up Your Healing. And I've had a lot of requests for this book because I had to heal with my mother. So I think a lot of us have relationships. My mom was alcoholic. She was paralyzed for five years in a nursing home, so I got to heal with her. I got Mm -hmm. to heal with my physical father. He was violent, although my parents were divorced then. He was violent. I got to heal with him. And then what did I do to heal melanoma? I had stage three, and I had three procedures, the surgeries, at UC San Francisco, and they took 11 days to get back with me because they found no cancer left in my body at all. So that's what I talk about in that book. Oh, okay, so you're going to leave us hanging because that's a must-buy now, right? How in the world? That's a must-buy too, absolutely. Oh, my goodness, that is fabulous. So fire up the healing, and there's another one? Called Fire Up Your Heart, and that's my stepdad passes on, which is the closest I was to, and I meet him on the other side because I he dies of a heart attack. 
and he comes to me in my dreams telling me I must go to the doctor. That's that intuition because I am about to have a heart attack. And what I did to heal all those things and save my life and have an unbelievable recovery from major heart surgery, that I'm active and I can do everything now. I can snow ski, water ski, play tennis, you know, travel. So it was all those steps, but it was that spiritual connection at the beginning, how we can tap into that knowledge. And open up that spiritual pathway fascinating wow donna you are just a wealth of knowledge and information and and sharing it's just uh such a gift that you're giving by sharing all of this information with your audiences and with us here today i can't tell you how much i appreciate it and uh i hope that everyone listening to this podcast will just clamor to go get those books because i'm excited to read them i'll tell you that Thank you. I do believe everybody has firepower. And I write the books from a resistance student at the beginning until I become the mentor and can pass on that knowledge. It's a very fast read. I'm getting a lot of reports that people say this was absolutely what I needed to hear at this point in my life. You gave me a path because there's a step-by-step path that my mentor guides me through, and that's the knowledge I pass on. Mm. And that's such a wonderful position for your writers, uh, for your readers, for you to write from that resistance student, because we are all that at times in our life, for sure. So they can really, really relate. Wonderful. Well, Donna, I thank you for being here today. And we're going to wrap up the show. It went so quickly. My goodness. You can find Donna as a reminder at Donna Hartley, H-A-R-T-L-E-Y dot com. Make sure to check out those wonderful meditation CDs and uh, and her books and, and keep an eye peeled for the rest of those books. You are just cranking those out, girl. My goodness. <laughs> Talk about setting a goal and having to keep on top. It's very difficult at times. But, you know, if we focus and use that backwards formula, it works. You know what I do? I make the cover of the book first. So I have a goal. I love that idea. I'm going to hire my artist right now. You've inspired me. (laughs) There's a little tidbit. That's right. Make the cover and then you fill in the pages. You got it. Oh, Donna Hartley, thank you for being with us today. And everyone, I will see you here on the Million Dollar Mindset next week. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka on Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get there, and if you've